It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply. This is the Punters Mate on SEN. Welcome back to the Punters, mate. You're with Chris Nelson and Sam Highland. Thanks to Queensland Racing, spring racing has arrived. It certainly has, and it arrives in a big way at the Gold Coast tomorrow for the running of the Pink Ribbon Cup. Ian Brown is the racing manager of the Gold Coast Turf Club. Ian, good morning to you. Morning, Chris. How are you? Very well, thanks. Uh, very well. Now, I'm going to kick this off with a bit of a rant at the, at the uh, Bureau of Meteorology. Now, this has nothing to do with you because you might have a good relationship with them, but <laughs> I jumped in the car this morning at 4.30, and at 4.53, I looked at the radar, and there was rain everywhere on the Gold Coast. And I know they put a forecast out at 4.50, and that 4.50 forecast said 2 to 5 mils on the Gold And I looked and thought, how could that possibly be, looking at the radar? And we've had seven so far, Ian, and it looks to me like there's another seven on the way. It, look, it does look like there's another band about to come through. So uh, a little bit disappointing, but look, we, uh, we hadn't put any water on the track um, for the week in knowing that the forecast was for a slight amount of rain on Friday. So I haven't had an official update from the track at this point in time, but I'd say we'd be around about the soft six mark at this point in time, and we'll just see, have to see how much more rain we get this morning. Yeah, disappointing because it kept saying all week that the Gold Coast was going to get 0 to 2 or 0 to 4 or something like that. But, yes, we seem to get rain every Friday, unfortunately. It just seems to happen every week. Now, let's get on to the positive side of it. Big day uh, on the coast tomorrow with the running of the Pink Ribbon Cup. The whole day, the Pink Ribbon Cup day, has just got bigger and bigger every single year, hasn't it? Yeah, it certainly has. It's, I think it's the 15th edition uh, this year, so um, and every year it's just going from strength to strength. We raise about, I think it's in excess of 160,000 for the National Breast Cancer Foundation um, on the day. So should be a, a good crowd. Expect to get about 5,000 on course, provided we get some good weather tomorrow. Have you got your pink suit ready, Brownie? <laughs> no, I'm, I don't go too out there on the on these days, Sammy. I leave that to Steve Vines and Brett Cook. They're the, they're the they're they're a bit more leery than I am. Someone's got to play the straight man, right? That's right, 100%. But it is good for, obviously, it's always well supported and plenty of people turn up to the Pink Ribbon Cup Day and and, uh, uh, and plenty get into the into the vibe of it, the spirit of it, don't they? Yeah, they certainly do. Even all the trainers and strappers, they tend to don the pink hats and pink suits and pink dresses or all the flowers, all the gardens, uh, you've got the pink petunias out and um, yeah, the whole the whole race course is just lit up in pink. So it's a great day and everyone seems to have a lot of fun. So it's a great atmosphere. When it first kicked off some uh, 14, 15 years ago, were you chief steward then? Were you at the Gold Coast then? No, no, I think that was even before my time. Okay, I was going to say, how much, how much have you seen it? Well, you would have seen it grow a fair bit since you've been even there, but... 
I mean, it would have been pretty humbling beginnings. I imagine the first pink ribbon meeting would have just been a, an average Saturday. Am I right there? Not a not a standalone Saturday. Yeah, exactly right. It just started out as a provincial meeting. I think there was one function with maybe a hundred, hundred and fifty people in it in one of the court in one of the function areas there. Now um Robin Cameron and, and her guests of about eight hundred and fifty pack out the event centre alone. So um and I think this is the third or fourth year that it's now a standalone metropolitan. So yeah, really excited to showcase the, the racing and, and obviously support a very good charity on the day. Ian, what's the update with, uh, you've got a bit going on down there at, at the Gold Coast. Um, you know, how's, how's all the improvements going with the track and, and so on? And, you know, for, for trainers, I understand for trainers that train there, it's a, it's a little bit different now. Yeah, look, there's this, you're right in saying there's a lot going on. I said the other day that it looks more like a construction site than a racetrack at the moment, which people will probably notice um, when they're viewing the races tomorrow. There's piling rigs and cranes on site, but works are, works are going really well. We're really advanced. We're um, well into the construction of the poly track, which we hope will be completed by early December. Um, and that's involving construction of a portion of the tunnel, uh, one stage of the tunnel, and um, and starting to put some footings in for the light poles that'll go up next year. Now, Magic Millions is only what are we up to? It's only four months away. So that sounds about right. Yeah, four months away. Mm-hmm. Is that going to affect anything on Magic Millions Day? The the works that are in place? No, no, I don't believe so. We've got a. Um, You'll probably notice on tomorrow we've got a temporary training track that we've actually installed on the outside of the course proper, um, which looks a little bit different, reminiscent of Rose Hill back in the late 90s oh, yeah. and early 2000s. Um, so it just it looks a bit different, um, we're, um, which has been a great um, tribute for the trainers. They've been really positive in their feedback because it's helped them um, gallop their horses and keep their horses fit without that training track. And, um, I think we would have been in a lot more trouble with um, the trainers being able to train their horses effectively during these construction works. But what we'll try and do is um, put some grass on on that particular track at the mouth of the chutes so it won't affect the Magic Million races at all. Just, just a question. Uh, I won't hold you to this, but uh, the last few meetings, since we've had the work started, I mean, the rail's been out a fair way and we've had a lot of heavy tracks and soft tracks and, and whatever been very hard but I've noticed a lot of the jockeys heading off the fence in the straight and we even had it again last week where they wanted to come down the outside but and then you start to think okay well the better going's out there but then you get a couple that shoot through along the inside and Swanston was a perfect example of that last Saturday didn't seem to be an issue along the inside fence are the jockeys overcooking it a little bit do you think or is the outside better than the inside have you got any idea there to help the punters out tomorrow Oh, my view's always, Chris, my view's always been that if it's rain-affected, it does seem to genuinely play better to the middle of the track. If it's a good track, um, I think it's fair all the way across yep. the board, inside, outside and middle. Um, doesn't doesn't really matter where you are, provided you've got a good, good run in transit. So, given the rain this morning, um, it probably will play off the fence. Um, yeah. But in saying that, um, every runner seems to get their chance, so... Hopefully the um, the favourite salute for the punters tomorrow. I think we did have a good track, and that was on Gold Market Day. We got down to a good three. That's been probably the only good track for some time. Not your fault. It's the damn weather. Yeah, I, 
I think we've turned the irrigation system on about four times in the last seven or eight months. So. <laughs> oh, that saves some money anyway. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. The, the accountant will be happy with that one. There's no doubt about that. Now, um, That's right. you got any tips for tomorrow? You keen on anything, particularly in the Pink Ribbon Cup? Oh, I think it'd be hard to go past Mimi Lagarde. I was a little bit surprised that they put up $2.70, I think, on Wednesday it was. So yep. I'm not too sure if it's still that price, but I think it's a good bet at that value. Yeah, well, we've got Trent Edmonds on the show a little bit later on, so we'll get uh, his his uh, ideas of how well Mimi Lagarde's going and uh, what he expects from, uh, from her tomorrow. Ian, thanks so much for your time this morning. Best of luck on what is a great day's racing at the Gold Coast tomorrow and a really worthy cause. I hope it's all, all uh, turns out. Very well for you and the club and everyone else involved. Thanks very much. No worries. Ian Brown joining us there from the Gold Coast Turf Club.